Welcome to Quadrants of Mental Health. This is another segment. Um, last segment, we talked about self-care, your mind, body, spirit, and finances. I didn't go deep, deep, deep into it, but I just wanted to kind of broad stroke it and encourage you to practice that to develop a personal development plan. Now, for those of you who have children, for those of you who have younger siblings, especially those who have children, I always teach, you have two jobs as a parent. Your number one job is self-care. Put the mask on you. Take care of you. The second job you have is to teach your children values and standards. When you have children that have been traumatized, their brain has been rewired. Okay? They're not like other children. When you have children who have high, live in high stress, high fear you cannot parent them you would a child who sings kumbaya every day and there's no stress in the home and they're making good grades in school so if you have a child who's been traumatized and we define trauma again as any one stressful event that's overwhelming unpredictable out of your control and prolonged sometimes such events continue unexpressed unprocessed and misunderstood when you have a child that has experienced trauma, you have to slow down. Because a lot of times what happens is this, the child's behaviors are here and we have expectations that are here. And as the child grows chronologically, we raise expectations. And what happens? That child is still there. Because we need to what lower expectations sometimes and then help the child to come up to grade level, age level, because in times of stress, people regress. So we have to teach values and standards. We have to teach children to value relationships with us. By nature, children think of three things, me, myself, and I. So if I wanna teach my child to value relationship, I have to model that for them. And I'm gonna say the word teach a lot, but when I say teach, I'm gonna define it for you. We're gonna define the word, give examples of the word, model the behavior, model what you expect them to do, catch them doing it. When you see them doing it correctly, you have to acknowledge it by praise. That's what we've been talking about. That's what we've been working on. You're doing it right. I'm so proud of you. Keep that up. That's what we want. That's integrity. That's respect. That's responsibility. So often we say, you just need to respect me. But if you ask the child, what does respect mean? This is the answer. They don't know. They've never looked the word up and really understood what respect means. So why should you expect them to understand that? Like I said, it's always the child's behaviors, but there's always the problem is not the behaviors because the behaviors are consistent, predictable. Your expectations is the problem. Okay, I know a lot of parents might wrestle with that, but that's where the problem lies because you have to spend some time in the relationship working with this child teaching this child if it took them 10 years 12 years or five months to be, create a behavior pattern it's not going to change overnight so we have to put the work in okay you have to earn your relationship with your children it don't just come through osmosis because they're in the room with you because they live with you you need to put the work in so i'm going to encourage you to spend time, spend more time with your child who's problematic. Remember, 
I said this in previous on videos, once good to say audios, but in previous videos as well, behaviors is a language that states I need attention and I need to be taught. So often we want to yell, scream, cuss, fuss, and fight, but my child's behaviors say that they need my attention and they need to be taught. They need to be taught because they don't know what they're doing. So I have to spend some time, slow me down, slow down so that I can what? Speed up. Okay. So do you know what respect means? Do you know what integrity is? Do you know what accountability? Do you know what responsibility? I'm going to ask questions so that I can now what? Let's define the word. We'll say it again. Define it. Give examples that are age appropriate. Model the behavior. When they, when I'm actually living that word, whatever that word is, I'm going to point it out to them. Did you see what I just did? This is why I did that. Now, when they do it correctly, we praise them for it. This process could take three or four months of teaching. Don't think that we can just do the, uh, what's the Thanos glove and they get it. And we can snap our fingers and they get it the first time. Children learn through try, fail, adjust. We have to give them that. Okay. Nobody learns to walk the first time they get up, they fall, they get back up. Okay. The Bible says a just man will fall seven times, but he gets up eight. So give your child a little grace and mercy when it comes to learning a new process, learning what a word means. They're not going to get it right the first time, but it's important within the context of that relationship that you number one, learn their love language and spend the time with them and also teach them yours. Here's a uh, formula that I, I got from um, Dr. Post. He talked about um, 10 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes when the child comes home, and 10 minutes when they go, before they go to bed. So it's a 10, 20, 10 time frame of spending with your child every day. Yes, every day. Put in the work, put in the time. Now, if you have multiple children, you may need to cut that time in half. You may need to stagger that time, but you can't make it always about you. When you come home, conscious parents, you have to be consistent and persistent. And if you do it early in the child's development, if you do it when they're four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, by the time they're 12, 13, you may not need to do it as often. It's just maintenance from that point. But you have to be willing to spend the time because if they don't learn these things from you, guess what? Their friends will teach them. The world will teach them. If you want them to have your values and your standards, then you have to put in the time. You have to put in the work. And a lot of parents are so quick to tell a child, a child needs to stay in a child's place, but the child doesn't know what that place is when you, when you pull them into your argument, when you yell and scream at each other in front of them. They don't know what their place is. They don't know what their lane is. So we have to what? Teach. One more time. Teach. Define. Give examples. Model. Catch them doing and praise them for it. Acknowledge it. That's a process, okay? But you want to spend time with them, especially if they've been traumatized. You know, here's what most parents do. We, we you know, I, I believe in time in. Okay, I used to tell my kids, come here, you need some daddy time. 
come sit beside me. Let me let, let's let's talk a while. Spend some time with them. But most parents here we got we got a brain that's dysregulated. We got a body that's dysregulated, and we send that body and brain off to figure it out. We gonna put you in timeout. We gonna send them to your room, right? So now they gotta figure it out on their own. But if you're regulated and the child is dysregulated, guess what happens when they come closer to you? They learn regulation. They learn regulation. But the opposite happens if they have to go and figure it out on their own. Now their brain got to find a normal. We got to make sense of this thing. So now there's no teaching going on. There's no relationship building going on. That's why I always believed in time in versus time out. And a lot of people who have what I call psychology degrees, they'll tell you, yeah, I'll give them time out for based on their age. If they're seven minutes, five minutes, no, I'm gonna give them time in based on their age. And what I found with my kids is when I did time in, sometimes they sat there a little longer. They weren't ready to leave when that five minutes was up or that seven minutes was up, which was fine. But that's all about what? Building relationship. You earn relationship with your children by what you put in them, what time you spend with them. And a lot of parents don't do that on a regular, consistent basis. And that's the problem. That's when you start to have major issues within the home. And that's where the disconnect comes in. And that's when the parent wants to medicate the child because now he doesn't listen to me, but you haven't taught them to value relationship. Write this down if you don't have it. Rules without relationship leads to rebellion. I'm gonna say that again. I, I, I teach y'all, I'm, I'm in my teaching mode. Rules without relationship leads to rebellion. So if you have a rebellious child, it's not really their fault, parents. It's because you did not teach them to value relationship with you. Because if they learn to value relationship with you, they will now, you will now have influence in their life. They will think about how it would make you feel if they did something before they just went out and did it. Because you taught them to value relationship. So you want to make sure that if you're going to have rules, make sure the relationship is solid. And the more solid and times you spend with that child growing, guess what? There's no need for a lot of rules. I've had parents want to do contracts with their children. Great, first step. But one of the bigger steps is how much time are you spending with that child one-on-one? -on -one? How much time are you playing games with them? Meeting them at their level. Now, I'm, I'm an older guy. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I get along well with children, with little kids. I play Uno. I will go and do the teapot. I will do what they want to do, go outside and walk around and play games versus some parents will say, go on outside, get out of my face. Okay, you're teaching. What is the unconscious message you send to a child when you send them off to figure it out on their own? Because you're, you're going to teach. Parents, you are teaching. You're either going to teach consciously or unconsciously. My suggestion would be to be consistent and persistent, predictable, and teaching consciously. So when I say teach, I'm saying define, give examples, model, catch them doing and praise, teach. You have to be consistent with that. Be conscious of that. Because if you're an unconscious teacher, 
then what's going to happen is your child's going to figure it out on their own and they're going to have their own set of values, their own rules and their own way of thinking. And it's not going to be conducive to you. And if you're parenting out of fear, you know where that leads to a lot of times in what we call a low relationship, meaning the older they get, the less time they're going to want to spend with you as well. When they have their own families, they're not going to want to be around you as well because you've taught them not to value family by not spending time with them when they were little. Okay. My son, Chris, he's with me today. I was just talking about this. Uh, when he was 12 years old, he said, daddy, you give good advice and people respect you, but sometimes I just need you to listen to me. And I felt the knife go in right here. And every time I'm around him, he don't know this, but every time I'm around him, I feel that knife right there. You know, and sometimes I want to pull the knife out and just tell him what I, how I really feel, but the knife is there. You know, it's just funny. I mean, it, and the funny thing about it to me is he said he didn't remember saying that. I was talking to about the daughter, Alex, about some things she said when she was 13. She said she didn't remember, but I remember that. Know, and that comes from what? Spending time together. Okay? And when you have more than one child, it's more important that you spend time together with them individually, if at all possible. Okay? When you make a decision to have children, your life is not your own for a period of time. One of my favorite scriptures I used to say when they were younger was, it came to pass. It came to pass because I knew what I was going through wasn't going to last forever. I just had to endure from cooking, cleaning, cooking, cleaning, baths, getting them ready for school, taking them to school, all those things. It didn't last forever. Okay, so spend quality time with your children. Find out what their love language is. Speak their language to them. Show them the kind of love that they need, and that will set you up for a quality relationship when you get older when they get older with that we're done for today on this segment and we'll see you next time with a new topic and new subject god bless you